Shinantag Bono Journe Buana Jurnata Hevativa Kohipua Tidi O Sawadi Gia Bom Wiendia Everyone, I'm your host Saloma Jacobs and I'm delighted to introduce you to my Into the Garden podcast that ethereal presence to feel ignited, relaxed, rejuvenated, moved and inspired. Tune in for a reflection on deep, insightful, delightful, inspired soul poetry. Connect with soul sisters popping in for soul poetry, couch talk, real life stories, testimonies, motivational inspirations, parables, interviews, up and coming events and much, much more. So pop on over for time out to relax, unwind and connect. Send a voice message. Invite a friend or two. Share and like this podcast on Facebook under Shasti Caesarea. Instagram, Into the Garden. That will inspire you to live your best life and become the best you. Super, sassy, vibrant you. Thank you for sharing, tuning in and popping on over for a delightful soul Poetry Soiree. Hello there, and how are you today? So nice of you to join me. Yes, top of the day to you. To those of you who don't know me and are new, I'm Salam Jacob. So nice to finally meet you. And welcome to Enter the Garden. Yes, it's that time of the day where you and I simply just connect. In that sanctuary, that haven, that place called serenity. When we walk with the Lord, talk with the Lord, and patiently we wait upon the Lord. So to the many hearers and listeners out there, welcome. Yes, it's the best time and the best way to start your day with a daily dose and a dollop of soul poetry, soul stories, soul meditations, devotions or reflections parables so once again feel welcome relaxed in that ethereal presence that omnipotent presence that presence that invites you excites you eludes you and says sassy soul i got you so without any further ado make haste and join me in the garden Way into the garden awaits you. Welcome to Soulful Meditations for Moms. In this sanctuary, of the omnipotent where the ethereal presence awaits you, infuse you, directs you. In this place to anchor your thoughts to the love of God, the mind of God, the heart of God and into 
the weight of God, the rest of God. As you settle and ponder, let's take a moment to invite God into your home, into your workspace or wherever you might find yourself today. Take this time and place to ante your thoughts. Let go of worries, of troublesome issues. Say, I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. I will not be shaken what happens around me. I am at peace. I am strong and courageous. I am who God says I am. I am perfectly suited to do whatever comes my way. I am proud of me. Hey, I am super sassy mom, don't you say. Our everyday lives can be full of anxiety and worry, and in extraordinary times such as these, it can be hard, it can be daunting, it can be frustrating. So today, sassy mom, remember you were made by God on purpose, for purpose. I will be sharing a few calming Bible verses to help you relax and to hold on to God's promise to focus on Him, to keep your eyes fixed on Him and His Word. Matthew 6, 25 to 27 Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, which you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, which you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to the span of life? May you have clarity of thought and a morsel of food. May you know that His grace is sufficient for you, day by day, to save you from sanity if ignored. For every season, every reason, every tantrum, every question, every failure, as it is, Dear Lord, yet again, help me get through this day, please. Psalm 23, verse 4 Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. May you know that you are graciously loved by your Father, not because of what you accomplished or didn't, but how he helped you cope in the very moment of fear 
of grave, or I can't anymore. Perhaps you don't feel good at this point in time, stressed out, maybe messed up inside with no victory, accolade or applause. Yet your and my heavenly father still loves you simply just because. Psalm 46 verse 10 Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So with this knowledge may you feel empowered to love your children and your spouse the same way God asked of you with no hatred, disrespect in your heart and in your house. To serve your Boaz, to serve the priest in your home, to serve the kids in the way you deserve to be treated and not fall on. Psalm 55 verse 22 Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. May you feel equipped to tackle every complex challenge, every situation and every day with courage, good soul, persistence and charm. Even if you have to start over ten times from six till dawn and still be wife to your husband like Ruth was to Boaz not feeling tired, moody and not tonight darling, I'm alarmed. Psalm 121 one and two. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. May excitement fill your heart every morning from all the day it will bring. Your children, your treasures, your husband, your king. And this day is given to you and made to fully embrace it all from within. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. May you lay your head down at night with a heart that is bursting and memories too plentiful to count and with delight. May you know unspeakable joy at the end of the day and not lose count. Proverbs 12 verse 25 Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. May you recognize that though these days are so, 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 oh, so long, they are your breath of fresh air, so don't be alarmed. And as you exhale yours in the darkness of the night, May you, your cup overflow with thanksgiving way before midnight. May your dreams be sweet and your sleep be restful. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So sleep well, Mama Bear, knowing that the work you are doing is good, very good, and your Father in Heaven is smiling down upon you with so much love and care. 
Matthew 11:28 to 30 Come to me, all who labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light.
Beautious, courageous, and oh so gracious, but on the flip side, defiant and pretentious. There's something my gut says about that woman. She's not right or she's cold. She or he is a bit offish, so be aware, I'm told. Truth be told, you're right. It's your and my very instinct to warn you before he or she becomes a prone. There's always something about the women in the Bible, or women of the Bible. They could intrigue you, captivate you, identify with you, or simply just irritate you, for their shoes, heaven knows, are so hard to fill, or simply elevate you and me to rise above your misery by reading their stories as foretold to you and me. But however these women appear to you or me, is in all essence their way of not upstaging you or me, but to help you, assist you, implore you to find your sole purpose, your destiny, your weakness, your own story, your plight, your need not to condemn, not to repeat, not to compete, but complete you in the wholesomeness that you are meant to be. So for that I thank them all as dynamic women with no shades of grey in between, but truth be told as they probably would all agree that their work in faith was not all plain sailing and so wouldn't you and I too agree. So as I'm working on a bit of this and a bit of that and as women fast approaching the benchmark of duality in both business and family, yea, we can without any hesitation and without any reservation Say that we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you and me, particularly in the area of multitasking, you say. And as it's Mother's Day soon, what more to touch on women of the Bible? But which one? Hey, I don't know, for they all hold a triumph, a legacy for you and me, as they far gone. 
so sassy soul sister, prayer warrior, much on a lighter note. You say you don't have to travel to Italy to eat pasta. Seek God and pray to Him in India. Find unexpected love in Indonesia. But all of the above can be done right here. If you only but forgive yourself for past hurts and failures, and not be so hard on yourself and allow yourself to let go and heal. Well, look who's speaking, or much less who am I to give such solicited advice. After all, you know, ask some of my girl pals, it took me years. Yes, here's for this runaway Jonah to come to that conclusion. So, yes, you and I will have been on that journey like the many women of the Bible, and so can well relate to their story. And like it or not, it's a journey that doesn't stop. It's an ongoing journey, whether in the world or not. Whether in the world or not, we get tried and tested, put through the fire for purification, into the pressure pot for boiling, into the mixer for sifting sand from grit and grime, to precious stone in due time. For though their stories can hit home, it's exactly what they want to get across to you and I, to learn from their many mistakes and not to grovel, but to live a life of honesty, do and not die. For like the women of old, we are treasures on a path of paving a new way, a new paradigm for the many young women of your and my time. So as I am preparing for Mother's Day to salute and pay tribute to these women, no matter who or what they are, sassy, soulful, desirable, enchanting, or cunning, conniving, dangerous, underhanded, manipulative by far, and funny enough, those traits are in you and me, whether we blind ourselves to hide it in plain hindsight, wouldn't you agree? For we learn from them how to lure men into our world of our way or the highway if they don't understand. So from where I'm sitting, it's not all so glamorous, nor has it been moonlight and roses for the many women of the Bible who have left a mark in history on which you and I can depend and stand. Wake up. Get up, dress up, look up, pray up, laid up, challenge up, own your part in the struggle of women up, to choose to challenge, choose to take a stand, choose to comply and not defy your man, for indeed there is something about that woman when you and I learn from her, read about her, follow her, but mostly become the best version of you and not a reflect. A replica of there's something about that woman up. And so it is, so shall it be. And this was written, May the first you say.
Paranoa Online. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus from my home to yours. Before today's sermon video, allow me to share some announcements. For the month of June, do take note that we will not have any service at YMCA. Instead for June, we have something exciting in store for you, an online talk show. Please save the date on 19th of June, Saturday at 10 a.m. We are honored to have Dr. John Ng, Chief Honorary Officer at Meta Consulting and also the founder of Eagles Mediation and Counseling Center. And his wife, Mrs. Allison Ng, who is part of the leadership team in Meta Consulting and a passionate social advocate. Together, they both serve communities in the region to transform the lives of many. We from Foreigner Foundation are so excited to have Dr. John and Mrs. Allison to bring you this online talk show. Why are Christians spiritual but emotionally unhealthy? A mom who may be at home but is constantly busy with her phone and her children do not find her present. Or a wife who may be busy with ministry outside but her family is neglected. A husband who may be successful in his career but never say, I am sorry or I am wrong. Can you be spiritual but emotionally unhealthy? Join us in this talk show to learn together how we can be emotionally healthy spiritually. It will be done via Zoom on the 19th of June and registration details will be broadcasted soon. And for this week, we are so happy to have our longtime dear friend, Pastor Ankia Vandermeri. She shares a powerful message on revealing God's love with us. Now let's prepare our heart to receive the Word of God today. Stay safe and be blessed. Shalom everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I pray that as we share the Word of God together and as we fellowship, that truly His Word will come and it will prune you. It will cleanse and washes you and it will feed you to be strong and courageous for His glory. Now, on this Sunday, we just celebrated and was reminded that God gave us a great helper. He poured out His Spirit upon us. You know, and as we were reading over this, as we will be reading over the next few weeks, how the Holy Spirit was active in the early church. I want to remind you today that the Holy Spirit is there to empower us and to give us the confidence to reveal Jesus Christ. That is who the Holy Spirit is. And I pray that the word that I will be sharing today about the revelation of Christ, that it will become a truth for you personally first, and then through your life, you will reveal Jesus to each and every one. So I want us to, to look and read together from the book of John chapter 16. And I'm going to read from verse 12, where Jesus was speaking and he said to the the disciples but when he the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all the truth the whole and full truth he will not speak his own message in the, on his own authority but he will tell whatever he hears from the father and he will give the message that has been given to him and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future he will honor and glorify me because he will take off and receive what is mine and he will reveal it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. And that is what I meant when I said 
that the Spirit will take the things that are mine and re reveal them to you. Now, the Holy Spirit, like I said, is there to help us, to strengthen us, to teach us. But this, in this message, I want to focus on this one part that Jesus spoke and he said twice in this part that we just read in John 16 that there will be a revelation, a revealing of the truth. Now, the word reveal is not just to mention something, to teach somebody about something. You know, it's like when they reveal a new car or when a new design is revealed of a certain brand. There is the, the unveiling of that specific item or product. And this is what the Holy Spirit is there to help us and to strengthen each one of us. To not only teach us about Jesus, to not only come and, and give us knowledge, but much more than that. He reveals, He comes and He shows practically to us who the Father is and who our Lord Jesus is. And when it becomes our revelation first, not only are we transformed and do we see the revelation, but then we can reveal this truth to those around us. And the Holy Spirit will come and, and the seeds that we sow and the word that we share, the love of God that is flowing through our own lives, He will bring the revelation to all of those around us of who our Father is. And that is why the Holy Spirit is not religious. He's not just part of our faith. He's not just part of something we believe in, but He is seeking for relationship. The Holy Spirit wants to have a personal relationship with each one of us. And that's why Jesus said in, in John 14, before he spoke to them in John 16, he said, the world cannot have him. The world cannot receive him. They cannot see him because they will not know him. But you will know him and receive him. You, you know, that word know, once again, is not information. It's not knowledge. It's not about just memorizing the scripture. But it goes so much more. It says you will have a personal experience about and with the Holy Spirit. So I want to ask you today, have you experienced the presence, the comfort, the counsel, the strength of the Holy Spirit personally? Because Jesus said, this is who he will be to each one of us. He will be a power, a strength, because he is the power. He is the one that baptized us. When, when, when Jesus said in Acts 1 verse 8, as you go and you wait on him, he will come and he will baptize you and give you power to be my witnesses. Without the Holy Spirit, we can have a lot of knowledge and we can even have a lot of good intentions. But it is the Holy Spirit, the relationship we have with him personally, that reveals that power. He's the counselor. He's the word of wisdom. He's the spirit of wisdom. He's the spirit of counsel. So when we need counseling, when we need comfort, it is the Holy Spirit that comes. You know, and in the last year, I'm sure we all could say that we missed time together physically. 
to spend time with friends, with family. It's one thing to be able to, to look online and, and to search for things online, to be counseled online, to receive the word of God online. But it's still not replacing the time we have personally, face to face with one another. How much more do we need that counsel from the Holy Spirit? That is not just via the teaching of someone. That is not just something we heard about. But it's something that we each experience personally for ourselves. And Jesus gave us the comfort to say, He will reveal it to each one of us. We will experience the, the strength, the counsel, but also the comfort. And especially in the times coming, what the world will experience, comfort will not be in anything else. But our comfort will be in the relationship we have with the Holy Spirit as a friend, as a helper. You know, it's one thing when you are a parent or when you are a good friend, you can have great intentions and you can have such a pure heart to help someone. But if you don't actually go and you physically start to help that person, you build a relationship with that person, that person will never know you. You know, it's like when we do ministry, you can help many. We can send donations. We can be there and pray. But that doesn't mean you're, you will be known by the people that you help. Even if, if it comes from the purest place, you have the, the best intentions. If we really want to, to journey with somebody, if we want to get to know them, we have to spend time with them. We have to meet them face to face. And that is how our relationship grows. Do we spend time with the Holy Spirit like that? That we wait upon Him? That He truly become our best friend? So maybe you are asking, okay, but how do I do that? For me, the Holy Spirit is just something that I know I received. And maybe you think because I can speak in tongues, I have received the Holy Spirit. Or I see miracles. I, can, I, I know I have the Holy Spirit. I want to assure you, the Father said, if we that are evil parents know how to give good to, good to our children, how much more will He not give the Holy Spirit to us? So yes, we receive the Holy Spirit, just like when Jesus breathed upon them and said, go and receive, receive the Holy Spirit. They already received it, but the relationship started when they personally experienced the baptism of fire in the upper room. And how did they receive it? The first thing is they had to be obedient to the instruction that Jesus Christ gave them. So we can desire the power of the Holy Spirit. We can desire the strength, the counsel, the comfort. But then we, to experience it, we have to have that relationship. And we have to be obedient to what the Father is asking us to do. For the disciples, it was about waiting. They didn't know what to expect. They didn't know what will happen next. No one has ever experienced the baptism of fire. And I'm sure after a few days, they, they were wondering what is going to happen. And in the beginning, there might have been excitement. But I'm sure many left because they, they, they grew tired. They became weary of waiting and not seeing what's happening. But there were those that were faithful, that were obedient to the instruction of Jesus to wait until 
they experienced personally the baptism with the Holy Spirit. So I want to encourage you. Obedience is not just going now and sitting somewhere, waiting. Obedience is something we have to do every day in the small things. Maybe the Lord has been speaking to you concerning a friend. Maybe the Lord has been speaking to you concerning doing something for His kingdom. Maybe He's been speaking to you just something concerning your children or your husband. And you have not been obedient to His instruction. Then I want to encourage you, if you truly want to experience the Holy Spirit, He's a gift. The Lord gave it to them, but they had to obey His instruction. You know, it's, it's like when a, new ch- a child gets a new gift and, and sometimes they just open it and then they can't seem to get it working because they don't read the instruction. The Word of God is our first and main instruction still. We can all hear the Word of God. We can all hear His voice by being obedient to His Word. So let's, let's get back. As we desire and we long for this intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit to get the full revelation of who Jesus is, that gets back to obedience. Secondly, they had to wait. Their flesh, I'm sure, got tired, got hungry, and I'm sure there were needs, but they were willing to wait. And that's something that I think in modern day, maybe we, we, we have the best intentions to obey the instructions of God. But we are not willing to be patient. We are not willing to be still and wait on God. Because everything is quick. It's a drive-through. Even today, just you can switch on YouTube. You can hear messages from God while you're in the MRT, while you're in a bus, even while you are sleeping, taking a shower. But I believe God is calling us back to, to a place of waiting on Him personally, being still, just having that time set apart, like the disciples had to do for 10 days. Not, not just being busy with program, not just doing what their physical needs. And, and I'm sure they had programs too. They were things they had to attend to themselves. But they were willing to wait. They were willing to be set apart for those 10 days to obey God. And what happened because of that? Their lives were now filled with the fire, with the presence of the Holy Spirit. And their lives were set apart for God. So let's follow the instruction of God in His Word, how He speaks to us through dreams, through visions, through prophecy. But also, let's be patient. And let's once again practice on how to wait on Him. How to put our fleshly desires and needs aside. And if you are struggling, start by only a few minutes a day. I'm not saying you have to go and book yourself for 10 days somewhere, unless the Lord tells you to. But start with 10 minutes a day. Start with half an hour a day that you set apart to just wait on the Lord, to receive from Him. And then we see, as they received, the first thing they did was not just, you know, celebrate for themselves. The first revelation of what they revealed was not the power they received. It was a message of the Savior. They each started speaking in new tongues, not heavenly tongues, known tongues, because those from different nations, from different groups could hear them speaking a message of the Messiah. 
And this is what I want to encourage each one of us. Many a times we want more of God. We want the fullness of the Holy Spirit to be revealed to us for selfish intentions, for our own empowerment. But what is the Holy Spirit revealing? He's revealing the Father. He's revealing Jesus Christ. And that is something that I am sure the Lord is more eager than each one of us to reveal greater things. You know, when, when I read the book of Acts, I get so excited because I believe that is still what God wants to do in and around us. That still He wants us to just walk past somebody and say, silver and gold I might not have, but in the name of Jesus Christ, stand up and walk. Are you willing to say, Lord, I want to reveal you. I want to be like those that as I, as I obey you and as I have this personal time with you, I want to go out and the testimony that my life will speak will not just be about me, about what happened to me, but it will be all about the revelation of who you are. There where you are in your workplace, there where your children go to school, there where you might be visiting somebody in the hospital, I want the world to experience the revelation of the love of our Father, the goodness of His, His heart, His compassion to those around us. And that is what, what the Holy Spirit empowers us to do. That is what He strengthened us for. And as the disciples did that, their lives were never the same again. And we see that, that not only the 3,000 on that first day got changed but as they went from house to house God kept adding to the church the church didn't become one specific place a denomination no it became a family a body of Christ and this is my prayer for each one of us that in this in this time of the year where there's so much happening in the world where there's war where there's hunger where there's natural disasters all these things that Jesus spoke about in Matthew 24 I want us not to to become fearful I want us not to be overcome by the challenges and the things that is real in this world but I want us to come back to say Abba Father thank you for this precious gift thank you that that you chose each one of us, that we can become carriers of your presence to those around us. So I want to challenge you. In the next few weeks, will you follow the instruction that God is speaking to you personally? Will you go back to his word and say, here am I, Lord. Here am I, Abba. Speak to me. Reveal to me what you want to reveal to me. That I don't just seek, and, and there's nothing wrong with watching YouTube. There's nothing wrong with reading books. That is all contributing to what God wants to do. But never replace that with what God wants to reveal to you personally. Never get to a place where you are just satisfied by hearing from the revelation of God through others. So make time. If, if it's difficult for you, choose a time in your day and set your alarm. And don't compromise that time. Say, Lord, this is the time. Does God speak to, speak to us throughout the day? Yes. Could God just anoint them anywhere? Yes. Did God meet Paul on the way 
without having been being called into the upper room? Yes, but there was an instruction that they had to go and wait. So God can still speak to you anywhere, but let's make the time to to wait upon Him, to listen to what He wants to reveal, and then I ask you. In the coming months, in the coming years, let the Holy Spirit mightily through your life reveal the heart of the Father. Let's read the book of Acts with eyes of understanding, being enlightened, that the Holy Spirit is there, and each one of us that receive Him can do through Jesus Christ exactly what is written in the book of Acts. So I want to pray for you. As we celebrate that we have this gift, let's be obedient. Let's put our flesh aside, and let's be willing that the Holy Spirit can use us. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you so much that you are not a respecter of a person, Father. You are not. Don't show any partiality. You don't just choose certain people to anoint and to reveal yourself to. Jesus, you say. The Holy Spirit will come and will reveal many things, the fullness of your truth to each one of us. And this is my prayer, Lord, as we follow your instructions, as we desire and we long to be with you, as we will patiently wait upon you, that you will open the eyes of each body, of each one's understanding that each one father will receive a personal revelation that the holy spirit will be a personal helper a personal friend a personal counselor and from that relationship we will reveal the heart of the father we will reveal jesus christ to the world i pray lord that as you baptize us with fire we will follow the example that we read in the word as we go out, Lord, 3,000 people will not die, but they will receive life. That wherever you send us, Father, even if it's just to a coffee shop, to have a conversation with one person, that we will be faithful and that we will reveal your heart and your goodness. Holy Spirit, thank you that we can never earn you we can never do enough to qualify. It is the love of the Father that made you to come and dwell in each one of us. And I want to say thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that, that each one of us can know you personally. That each one of us can experience you personally. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that everyone listening today, baptize them afresh with fire that their life will be a living testimony, a revelation of Jesus Christ and our, our Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I pray that this precious gift, the power of the Holy Spirit, that each one of us has received, that you will go back and say, Father, thank you. And that through whatever you do, there will be new and fresh revelation as it's written in John 16 that whatever the fullness of the truth 
will be revealed in your physical life, in your body, in your mind, in your soul, and that your spirit will reveal the truth to all those around you. May your life, may your family be filled with his presence. God bless you, and I pray that whatever is needed in your life, that you know the helper is there to help you. Let's have a personal relationship. God bless you, and I look forward to hear how, just as we read in the book of Acts, how the Holy Spirit mightily worked in the streets, in homes, that there will be testimonies from all over that God has been working in your street, in your house, in your city, and in your country. God bless you, in Jesus' mighty name. to say thank you to each and every listener here out there who took the time out to tune in and to share the daily podcast so wherever you are sassy soul sister dear friend prayer warrior thank you for being who you are thank you for the light that you are so as I've come to the end of Into the Garden, here's hoping that thus far you've had an awesome week and we're looking forward to a well-relaxed weekend filled with good family, good friends and absolute good cheer. So whether you're driving on the roads today, drive carefully. Perhaps you're flying and going from city to another state perhaps safe journey mercies to you or one voyage wherever you are and if not to those at home local and abroad indeed it has been a pleasure and so i'd like to say thank you to the many hearers listeners the scholars out there thank you for choosing into the garden for making it your highlight and for making it your favorite to the many frontline workers working so tirelessly appreciate and value you to the many home-based carers the husbands the wives the nurses to the many hands assisting and helping the many who cannot help themselves i salute you but most of all thank you for sharing the podcast with family friends neighbors work colleagues the more the merrier you say but most of all thank you for sharing the love and if there's anyone out there who celebrated a birthday the 2nd of june today happy birthday to you perhaps a promotion congratulations and perhaps an anniversary Happy anniversary to you. May God continue to bless you and use you and also to cover you. But wherever you are, look up and let's thank God. And remember that into the garden, the charming setting to bay with me. Salama Jacobs, right here, wouldn't you agree?
המסדר ידגל את נשקו. דגל! נא לשבת. 